You're listening to Sales is King, episode 103. And today in the Sales is King spotlight, Siobhan Thatcher returns to the podcast. She is the global head of sales enablement for Ring Central, a technology company in the unified communication space and an organization that is growing rapidly in terms of revenue, in terms of headcount, in terms of tremendous partnerships. They just signed a major agreement with Avaya, which is going to lead to even greater growth. Siobhan and I had a chance to sit down at the most recent Sales Enablement Summit in San Antonio to talk about the keys to her success and also what the future holds in sales enablement. This is Sales is King. everybody. Welcome back to Sales is King. Dan Sixsmith here at the Sales Enablement Summit in beautiful San Antonio. Very happy to have back to the program Siobhan Thatcher from Ring Central. Siobhan, welcome back. Thank you. Glad to see you. And, you know, the whole topic of this conference is the future of sales enablement. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, First of all, what you're working on today that's exciting, but then what is kind of the next level that we all need to get to? So love to catch up with you on those subjects. Yeah, so uh, since you and I last talked, there's been a lot of changes, right? <laughs> I mean, Ring Central has really exploded as a, as a company and uh, the enablement team has grown significantly. I was an army of one, not so much anymore. <laughs> and so a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know, running it as a business, our investors are getting what they need, right? They're seeing the revenue, they're seeing all of that. Mm -hmm. And I attribute clearly to, you know, sales on one side of it, but definitely the enablement as well. So when we really started putting enablement in place, the first thing we did was, you know, figure out how do we, how do we do a one-stop shop, right? So mm -hmm. that the AEs, everybody can go to one place to find what they need. So that was, that was the first thing. Second thing was onboarding right? Mm -hmm. Onboarding isn't just sitting in a room and having somebody talk at you or read their PowerPoint slides to you, right? That's what it was. Mm -hmm. We changed that totally. So now we have a, 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 some self-serve ahead of time, which they also, they prove that they're really invested when they do that. Mm -hmm. So there's anywhere from 10 to 12 hours that they do ahead of time. Then they go to, and we call that Fight Club Foundations. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Fight Club. <laughs> F-I-T-E are the ring central values, yeah, right? It's yeah. focused um, innovative, trusted, uh -huh. and empowered. So we uh -huh. call it Fight Club. And so there is Fight Club Foundations, which is the beginning. And then there is Fight Club Live, where they go to a location and they do one week of learning about the sales process and learning how we sell and what we do and all of that kind of mm -hmm. good stuff. And then there is uh, Fight Club Focus, which is afterward. And that is very segment specific. So mm. upmarket has a, has a path and SDRs and BDRs have a path. And mass market and you know they all have paths that they follow mm -hmm. after that so the onboarding is is a process fantastic so from that we've had a lot of success right mm -hmm. we've got we've shortened ramp we've you know increased average sale price i mean it's just all mm -hmm. of that has really helped but now what we're looking at is that's been very successful for our sales and services side of the company 
but what about the rest of it? What about mm. everybody else? Mm. So it's one of those where, you know, we are now at the mercy of our success is that mm. we've got senior executives coming to us saying, whatever you're doing here, tell me what you can do for everybody else, right? So it's all right, mm. so let's see what we do. So this is where it really goes from a sales enablement, a sales and services enablement, mm -hmm. more to a revenue enablement. And even I would say a customer enablement because the ultimate goal is to serve our customers. That's the ultimate goal. So how do we enable everybody in the company so that they understand the message, that they can mm -hmm. deliver the message, that they help our customers buy from us, right? Figure out what is it that they're really after. Stop talking about Ring Central as a product and start talking about the customer's <clears throat> requirements and their needs and, mm -hmm. you know, what is it they're really looking for? How can we help them solve that? And that is, it's not just sales that needs to answer those questions. It's everybody. It is you at a cocktail party and somebody says, hey, what does Ring Central do? Right. You don't want to answer it with, oh, well, we sell phones and we have cloud-based, you know, right. cloud-based communications. Right. That's not what we do. Wow. What we do is we help customers communicate better internally and externally. Right? It's about communication. It's about being able to talk to each other, see each other, you know, answer questions. And, and all of it can be done through a mobile phone, right? It's mm. that kind of thing. So that's really what we do. That's spectacular. And we just heard this morning, right, that, that, that the buyers are dealing with more than just salespeople, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's so many different levels of customer success. Everybody needs to be able to kind of speak yeah, that everybody's language. Everybody's got to speak the language. And uh, so I see that that's, that's really tremendous. So tell us a little bit, obviously Ring Central is growing tremendously. How have you managed that and what, what's kind of changed in that respect? Um, um, from it's still chaotic. <laughs> it's going to be chaotic. <laughs> I always will be chaotic, right? I, I love chaos, right? That's where mm -hmm. the magic happens is in the chaos. So what we've done is we're putting as many processes as we can Mm -hmm. to kind of help settle that chaos a little bit. It's mm -hmm. always going to be there. We are growing at such a tremendous rate, mm -hmm. right? The stock is, you know, when I started two and a half years ago, it was 21, right? It was 170 last week. Like, wow, like just Incredible. a skyrocket, right? Incredible. And it's going. And so it's, we're expanding rapidly, right? We've got a ton of salespeople. We are the we're multiple, multiple million dollar deals now, right? It's big, 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 big. Mm -hmm. And so in order to support that, my team is growing, right? And what I've done is I've actually segmented how my team is set up so that my team manage the various groups. So for example, Sarah, Sarah manages mm -hmm. our majors in enterprise. Mm -hmm. And I've got somebody else who manages mid-market and I've got somebody else who manages BDRs and I've got someone else mm -hmm. who manages mass wow. and our signature, which is our retention. And we've mm -hmm. got customer support we're now doing, right? And so we're doing that as well. So I've taken over not just sales, but we're also doing services. And so it is wow. getting these folks, their job is to make sure that those customer facing people, whatever segment that they're in, get what they need to help their customers. Right. right. And it's even just having the empathy, it's having the empathy of understanding the salespeople themselves and what they're going through and mm -hmm. not, we have contracts mm. with them, right? So we mm -hmm. say, okay, we are gonna limit our, our training to say a certain number of hours, right? Mm -hmm. During the quarter, we'll say eight hours, that's it. But the deal is you, Mr. Sales Manager, you are the one that needs to make sure that those eight hours get done. Mm. So that, 
this thing? That's what that means. The hashtag R2N4, R2N4. means that sales enablement is responsible to sales, not for sales. Sales managers and sales leadership are responsible for sales. They have to be our partners. We've got to be oh, in lockstep that. with them. And so that's one of the reasons why Ring Central has been so successful is mm -hmm. that we do have total support for enablement from the very top all the way down. Mm. Right? That's, that's fantastic. Um, you know, this came up this morning and I've seen some stats on it. So a lot of salespeople are comfortable asking questions. Mm -hmm. I think there was an objective management group, which is a partner of mine that I love to quote, but they said 80 something percent of salespeople are okay with asking questions. It drops down to 33% and it was worse today, I think, that can connect the solutions to the issues. And then it drops all the way down to 12% for showing a sense of urgency that they need to buy now. So what do you think about those numbers and how are you kind of working with your well, team? I think, that, I think that's that's fairly accurate, mm -hmm. just not at Ring Central, mm -hmm. right? The way, the way that, I'm serious, that this Fight Club Live that I talked yeah. about, that whole thing is teaching the, the folks that are coming on, the new hires, how to ask open-ended questions to get the information that they need to satisfy the customer's requirements better than anybody else, mm -hmm. right? So for example, uh, we, ran a, we ran a fight club a couple of weeks ago over in the UK, and we got a picture yesterday from one of the guys who was in it, who was at the customer's whiteboard and took all the notes when they were asking mm -hmm. the questions. And then when they left, they left it all up there. Right. So the customers now see we understand what it is that they're mm -hmm. looking for. We understand the urgency. We know that we need to find what is a compelling event. Right. If there mm -hmm. is no compelling event, mm -hmm. is there a way that through our industry knowledge or, you know, with with their kind of colleagues, their peers, mm -hmm. what are they dealing with? What are challenges that may be coming up for them? Right. AI is a big one. Some of these others like how are you going to handle that? Mm -hmm. How are you going to handle remote employees? Right. A lot of mm -hmm. customers now are saying, I, my employees don't come into an office anymore. They're all remote. They work from home or they work from a, you know, an, another a, a working, you know, one of those mm -hmm. suites. So they, sure. how do I communicate and make sure that I can reach them if they're not sitting at a desk with a phone? How do we do that? And so it is figuring out what that compelling event is. And then it is figuring out what is the timeline? When does this customer think that they need to have whatever it is done? And then we work backwards from there. Mm -hmm. And when we talk to them, it's not about Ring Central. It's about what are the biggest challenges they have? What are the impacts that those are having right now? What is their ideal solution look like? Mm -hmm. How do we get there? And so that's what we do. That's what we teach them how mm -hmm. to do. And that's one of the reasons we're being sensitive. That's successful. tremendous. Yeah, that's what, what obviously what uh, I preach about this quite a bit on the program, but it, it is so important. And one of the things you mentioned is what is it? What is the impact today? Mm -hmm. And that for, for, for my experience is what gets people moving faster right because you're exposing hey did you know <laughs> that yeah what the what, what is it costing you and it's right. getting them to think about it too because a lot of them they're like oh we're on premises and you know cloud and that, that kind of thing those are just an example and when you say to them but what is that costing you right you're, mm -hmm. this is this is an iceberg you're thinking it's just this Mm -hmm. What about all the maintenance and all the installations and all the people that have to support it? And all, mm -hmm. What about all of that? What is that cost? Mm -hmm. And then that's how you can take that, that kind of, and line it up with the ROI and mm -hmm. say, hey, look, you know, you're, right. you're concerned about bringing something new in. It's, yeah. it's, here's the value for that. Yes. It's far less than what you're paying to stay where you are, the pain that you're solving right now. 
yeah, there's more risk in actually standing still mm -hmm. than, than moving forward. And competitive too. They want to stay competitive with their competitors. They have to consider the future. They've got to see where that goes. Without a doubt. So you guys are doing everything that, you know, we're, we're hearing today. You're, it sounds like your team is going in there, the, becoming almost an extension of your customer or your yep. prospects team. Yep. They're knowledgeable. They're going in and trying to help them versus necessarily, you know, a lot of what we're seeing is that, you know, we're asking some salespeople are asking a few cursory questions and then flipping the PowerPoint oh, no, right we, up. We teach them how to take <laughs> notes. <laughs> how to take notes and get your first one and layer and layer and layer, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, teach yeah. them how to take notes yeah. right from the very beginning. So we've got enterprise reps, yeah. for example, wow. that have been selling for 30 years that are relearning how to get these questions asked mm -hmm. and how to do it, right? Yeah. And it's, it's got to become second nature almost. It's really And powerful. listening, right, it's got to yeah. be now, super important. Because we show that it works, we also have this great relationship with marketing, right? Marketing and sales are always, mm -hmm. this is what yep. you hear, right? Marketing yep. says sales never uses our stuff and sales says marketing never gives us They're out of touch. Use, yeah. Right? <laughs> so it was, you know, in talking with marketing when I first started at, at Ring, I'm like, okay, let's, let's turn this on end a little bit, right? So rather than you just giving the salespeople a brochure and saying, hey, go sell this, right? Mm -hmm. Make them buy this thing. What about if with that brochure, you include a top sheet, mm -hmm. metaphorically, a top sheet mm -hmm. that has the open-ended questions that our salespeople need to ask the customers to even get the conversation started to be able to introduce this, right? Yes. You can't just go to a customer and slide a brochure across the desk and say, hey, you need this. <laughs> People do, right? That's what, that's what they do. And like, I don't understand right. why it's not selling. Instead, it's like, hey, let me ask you these questions. Do you have mm -hmm. this issue? Has there been blah, blah, blah. And then, let me tell you about this. Right. And as you say, open-ended to get them it's gotta be speaking versus yep. the yes or no, yep. which some buyers can yeah, hit you I mean, with that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. And in fact, we do, we do a game in our, in our onboarding where we get them all in a room, right? They're all there and we have two chairs at the front. And so an objection gets thrown out and mm -hmm. someone's got to run to the chair, give us the open-ended question to handle it. And mm -hmm. then somebody else competes with them and goes up and says, mine's better, mine's better, mine's better. And they just get, they practice, 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 practice. Mm. So everybody hears all of these questions and they get to determine themselves what are the best open-ended mm -hmm. questions to ask. Mm. So it's it's awesome because they walk out of that thing going, well, that wasn't so hard. I can do that. Right, sure. I can do that. Now I know how to take notes. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Questions. It's so important, yeah. you know, the, the role playing and all of that because like any sport or anything you do, you have to practice. Yes. And sometimes in sales, we think we just, pick up the phone or just walk into a meeting, you know, right. but it's it like, we work. have to rehearse, we have to research, we have to be prepared. You know, you, sometimes you get one shot at it. Yeah. Right. And you hear people say, you know, practice makes perfect. I disagree. Perfect practice. Yes. Oh yes. Makes perfect. Cause you yeah. can practice doing can... something wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like nail it. Right? Pra practice, doing it wrong every time. Practice not listening. Yeah. Is there anything you do for listening to, to uh, you know, for active listening or is it just part of the, it's just part kind of the of whole a, thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's based on a, a it's, it's a skill set and, you know, a little plug here, Barry Ryan, who does something mm -hmm. through Curiosity. Mm. That's what we do. Before. Yeah, I right? love that. That's what we use. And so Barry's selling through Curiosity methodology is really what we're teaching during that Fight Club Live. And so it is, you know, how to handle objections, how to take notes, mm -hmm. how to ask the questions, how to move a process forward, how to deal with objections, right? Yeah, being prepared a, for them. Because an objection, right. right, people are like, I don't want to ask a question in case, you know, and, and various thing is it's an objection is simply information. That's all you're getting is information. Right. Okay, well, they, all right. They're objecting right. to that. Let's find out why. 
what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Learn more about it and then see if you could solve it and right. reframe the discussion. Right. And even and, and even things like, you know, people are like, I don't want to talk about price. Oh, price. So if the customer is like, well, you know, it's it's this much, we teach them how to do things like, well, if we took price and put it to the side, how does it look? Let's just take right. price out of the issue. Right. Right? right. What does it look like? So let's right. figure out how to make that work. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, I love that. And then, you know, are you demonstrating the value behind the price? Right. On a scale of one to 10, where are we? We're at eight. Well, how do we get to 10? Right. Well, where, are we, where are we missing? So are we missing? there's so much really, there's so much questioning that really has to be mm -hmm. done successfully. Yeah. Um, that's why some people are saying some, some introverted people are actually good at selling more so than extroverts because introverts care more about the other person. They don't want to put the, you know, they're not going in and bloviating, you yeah. know, like the kind of prototypical. So I guess it's a combination. Um, I know we're getting close on time. Talk to me a little bit about technology and, and how do you make heads or tails of what to select and what you need. And uh, oh, right. it's, it's, it's an exploding field. Yeah. I mean, if you um, look at, you know, Nancy Narden and Dan Silly and they've got, you know, right. their the, stuff, the, the, it's the, like, Megasphere or oh, the, the yeah. stratosphere, what they call it. <laughs> they have <laughs> the a, something. You know, the infographic <laughs> that's got 500 different products. Yeah. Oh, right? Gosh. Where in enablement five years ago, you couldn't get anything. Now there's yeah. 500. And it's like, how do you decide what it is you're going to do? Yeah. And so, you know, my, my feedback to people that ask me about this is don't look at the technology, look at what you need and what, how are you going to put it in play? Right? Because you can, yeah. you can make anything work. Right? right. All you got is a hammer. Everything looks like a nail. Right. So, mm -hmm. but unless you have those processes in place and you understand what it is you need this technology to do, and then how you're going to measure the outcome, mm -hmm. get that down first. Mm -hmm. When you get that down, then you can determine which of the technologies is going to be able to support you in that. Yeah. And you may find when you're doing that evaluation that the technology you thought you needed is not the one you need. Yeah. Right? So true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Sometimes we get the shiny object syndrome mm -hmm. where people oh, start yeah. talking about, oh, right. we got to look at this. Like, hey, Google, Google, this is so cool. <laughs> well, it's got a really front, you know, beautiful right. front end, right? I've right. Had, I've had well, that where they're like, hey, check this out. Look how cool yeah. it looks. And I'm like, that's cool awesome. Cool is but great, but it's not giving me. Right. I'd rather still use a spreadsheet. Thank you, because yeah, that what you're telling isn't giving me what I need. Yeah, it looks pretty, but sales reps, they really don't care about pretty. Yeah, it's it's you got to get it done. You yeah, know? yeah, they've you got just got to no get time. it done. Yet it's all about momentum. Yep. You just have to have everything. You know, it has yeah. to orchestrate. Right. I don't right? want I don't want a, a sales rep to sit there and spend forty percent of their time just trying to work through a pretty tool. Yeah. Right. I want them out there <laughs> selling. Yeah. I want exactly. Helping their customers buy. Oh gosh, so good. Well, this was great. Couple of last questions. Tell me the best part of your job today, and tell me what you're most looking forward to moving into 2020. The best part of my job is my team. I have got the most amazing team That's great. in the world. I really, I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. you meet them, you see them, they are, they are so energized and they mm -hmm. are so supportive of their people, right? And their yeah. segments. And you know, that's the best part of my job is my team. Mm -hmm. um, for the future, it is continuing to, you know, help bring central grow. I mean, we're on a path similar to what Salesforce was on, mm -hmm. right? So Amazing. it was, you know, it was 300 million when I started, we're at billion dollar in 2020 and off we go, right? We've got some amazing people have joined the company, mm -hmm. right? Like Salesforce, ex-Oracle, but mm -hmm. we've got <clears throat> these really, really intelligent people wow. that have come in to help us get that next, that next growth. 
Fantastic. Siobhan Thatcher, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Happy to have you back, and we'll see you again. Thank you. Okay.